Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. You want to do what makes you feel happy. Because especially as a woman, if you're happy, you attract guys. <laughs> guys just come. They are so attracted to a happy woman. They'll be like, ooh, what she's doing? Everyone's got their thing. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Fanatics, your favorite podcast. I am Claire Kramer, of course, and this week I've got a big surprise. I am here not with David, not with Jake, but my my temporary but equally fabulous co-host Trevor Roth. Hello, Trevor. Hey, Claire. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm not sure what I'm doing here, but I'm fine. I'm great. Well, we, you know, you just got you, right time, right place for me, at least, to bring you in. Um, <laughs> I was told that on this one, you'd need some sort of male perspective. Well, that that is arguable. That was someone's opinion. <laughs> but no, of course, I, I definitely love to have the male perspective. And, and I love even more the Trevor perspective. You know, I speak Trevor, so it's all good. Today's guest is Zuren Villanueva, and she is coming on to talk about the tactics of dating. There you this go. This is why, yes, this is why our other producers suggested a male perspective. It all um, makes sense now. Zuren, of course, is playing Tina Turner right now in the touring and soon-to-be Broadway version of Tina Turner, the musical. She played Dion in Clueless, the musical. Of course, Dion to share is share to Dion. And she's just like an amazing lady. She's so sweet and present. And like, I, I feel like I've practiced yoga for like 10 days just after speaking with her. <laughs> I absolutely, she is a breath of fresh air as well. And uh, I, I think that talking to her makes you just feel good. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, the roles she is playing, you know, and Tina Turner, I mean, just such iconic roles for me that I can, like, really get excited about. I, I, I just can't say enough good things. I know. Tina Turner is, uh, I mean, Tina Turner is amazing. And Zuren is, you know, uh, even when she first logged on and I looked, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have got to go see you in the show. So. I'm so excited to take the kids. I know. So excited. Uh, anyway, we are now going to talk about the tactics of dating with Zuren. And of course, we're going to get those Trevorisms. So uh, stay tuned. Zuren, what is the craziest location that you've ever been on a date to? 
Oh, well, I've been on some dates in other countries.、Mm. So I do think I was singing for a、uh, circus in Switzerland when I was a wee young tyke. <laughs> the story how I got that is a whole other story. I didn't even know I was joining the circus, but here I was. But you did join the circus. That is、I、a、did. whole other podcast that we'll, know, we'll have know, to have you on for. <laughs> I did join the circus. And I went on a date with this lovely gentleman I met at this cafe that looks like very much like Serendipity in New York.、Mm, so, yes. we're, so we're sitting there with our like frothy things and our pastries, and we're having a ball. And the waiter was quite cute, and he was like, Let me take you out. And my girlfriend was like, Get his license plate, get his phone number, send it to me. <laughs> And we actually went up this mountain to this beautiful restaurant.、Ugh. And so, but we're going up this mountain first. So, like, I'm in this car, we're going up this mountain, it's nighttime. And I'm like, I, I could have made a mistake. I,、right. uh, <laughs> I, I can be in danger.、Um, <laughs> this is either going to be a, a great meal or a murder. You know? Yeah, the I was other. Like, this could be the end. And、uh, <laughs> was the mountain full of cliffs and very steep edges, you know? Yeah, like it was well, really. Well, Switzerland. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was really like small, small, tiny, tiny road. You know, tiny, tiny car, tiny, tiny road. But then we finally get up there and it clears and this gorgeous, gorgeous restaurant is there. And I was like, oh, we might be all right. <laughs> and that's where I tried duck for the first time. And it was, it was actually quite lovely. He ended up being a really sweet guy. Wow. I like that we started at the circus somehow and <laughs> at the top of a mountain. Yeah. yeah I don't know that I've done it. That something that cool for somebody. I'm not sure. Well, Trevor, you're a serial monogamist, so we'll get into that later. So, oh, that's nice. <laughs>、yes. I, I love that I am now, by the way, on a podcast talking to someone about dating tactics, which we should <laughs> dive into what that means. But my dating tactics are nil because I have been with my now wife since I was like 16 years old. So, like, I don't、wow. even know what dating is, I think. So, well, we're, we're here to educate you, you today.、Lucky. You guys, you. I was you brought guys, on from a male perspective, but really, I have no perspective. You guys have no idea how lucky you are. I, I know dating because he didn't show up when I was 16 or 18、oh. or 22 or 25. <laughs> <laughs> but today, we are going to educate our audience on your fanaticism for, for dating. And, Zern, how would you describe like, dating in 2023? What, is that, what does that mean?、Oof. Well, I do think it feels like it's getting harder.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do think after the pandemic, I feel like we've gotten a little bit more neurotic, which does make sense. You know,、um, there's so many things going on now. We're wor- worried about getting COVID <laughs> from the person you went on a date with, you know, <laughs> and then maybe you don't want to lose work. It's like we don't have time, you know. <laughs>、mm-hmm. And I do think we overthink a bit. We're overthinking、mm-hmm. a bit too much, and we will think ourselves right out of something that could have been really great. That's an interesting statement. I'm curious when does the, the dating turn into more than dating? At what phase are you not dating and are you in a relationship? Oh, well, that depends when the conversation comes. <laughs> like, and anyone can bring it up, either side can bring it up. 
But before the conversation happens, no, 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 we are dating. Mm-hmm. I do think we do tend to just jump into relationships where it's just like we're together, but no one's talked about it or, you know, and where and the, the lines of demarcation of what the relationship is has not been discussed. And so people are just in these situationships, you know. Ooh. But I... I do not do situationships, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, unless unless there's some kind of a reason I don't want to be exclusive with them. But in which case they should know that. But yeah, we need to we need to discuss this. We are dating until we have a discussion. Mm-hmm. So, Zorin, let me ask you a question. So as as again, someone who knows nothing about dating in many ways. <laughs> what, so first of all, there's dating. And obviously that is different from being in an actual relationship as you just discussed it's also different from like you know the maybe the hooking up and and friends with benefits kind of stuff i assume mm-hmm. like dating is its own category yeah. and then you wanted to talk about certain tactics of dating which since you know the advent of all these apps and all like it must be crazy hard to kind of navigate what is your form of dating? What does your dating look like in regard to what we're talking about and and that thing that you love? Well, what I like to, to do is the fun part. Dating is supposed to be the fun part and we have to do whatever we can to make sure it remains the fun part because once it becomes other things is that's when you want to quit. You know, right. <laughs> so true. That's, yeah, that's when the quitting starts, you know, and then you never find them. And now what? You know, now you're with your cats. I don't know. So for me, it's like, what haven't we done yet that we've been really meaning to do? Like, what do you like? You know, because we all have that list. We're working so hard. We're running all over the place. We're taking care of our parents, our children, our families, all of that. But there'll be that thing, oh, I always wanted to go to those, um, I always like those snow globe things on the roof mm-hmm. in the wintertime and you have the beers and the cocktails in there. I love that. It's so cute. The winter wonderlands. Yeah. Yes. Also, actually, Time Out New York, that whole magazine, Instagram page, whatever it is, they have amazing ideas for dates. Amazing. Like if you're in New York, that just just do it. New York State as well. They have stuff for upstate as, as well. So I'm a huge fan of that. And because they come up with such fun things that you wouldn't even think of. I read about this roller coaster that's upstate New York. And it was like through the um the fall leaves. I'm like, that's so cool. What a nice date to go on. I'm also a huge fan of the um arcades, barcades, oh yeah, anything with a game. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like you learn a lot about someone by how they respond in a competition arena. I yes. agree. I know you learn a lot about Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am definitely a game per if there's a game out there, I will play it. <laughs> and hey! I will win. <laughs> and we'll win it at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. So I like I like to go on different things, get things off my bucket list. I like to, it doesn't, it does not have to cost a lot of money. I know guys are like worried about the money and she expects me to pay for everything. And it's like, especially if you're dating in the summer, you don't have to spend any money. Mm-mm. No, you the beach, really it's free, free, free. I, I love <laughs> that you've tapped into something really like 
really profound, I think. Dating is the fun part, you know? And people talk about even when they're in relationships, having a date night or, you know, Mm -hmm. especially after children Mm -hmm. and a marriage, Mm -hmm. you know, couples tend to like call out, it's our date night. It's when we reconnect. And and that Mm -hmm. connection, that initial connection is what people chase. It's like chasing the dragon, you know, the rest of their relationship. So it is so important to see, is this someone I can have fun with? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you think mm-hmm. you came across that revelation? What what was it about your experience with dating that made you realize that this is the fun part? Oh, I don't know. I think I think from traveling around, having a curious spirit, I have a curious uh, adventurous spirit. I'm also a foodie. So like I will chase the food wherever <laughs> it may be. <laughs> You know, so that kind of thing has definitely opened my eyes up like, oh, this would be an amazing date or this would be an amazing date. You know, I think that's where I got that. And also, you know, things that you don't expect to happen, like you have this cute connection with a guy and you're laughing and giggling about it and you can recall upon it later. You know, now you have a rapport with this person based on this experience and that's how you get that connection. And that's how you start getting the butterflies and start getting the talking and hooking up phase. It's like the, the best phase of dating where all you do is hook up and talk and hook up and talk. You know, all of these things is what what makes it exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, well, I I think that the best part of a relationship is keeping that going as mm-hmm. best you can. Let me ask you a question from a guy's perspective, because, yeah. you know, I, I, for me, I think that you're right that that part is fun. But also, like, for, I think for guys, a lot of dating feels like it's um, it feels like it's it's an audition, you know, a little bit yeah. like, you know, I don't know if this is in our minds, I'll say on behalf of all men, our minds, or if this is true in your opinion, or if you feel the same, but like. For us, I feel like a lot of it is like an audition. Am I going to make the grade? Am I going to make the right choices? Am I going to, you know, be able to win her over so I can get to that fun part that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Would you say that you're auditioning people or is that just all in my mind? No, it's not all in your mind. And I feel (laughs) like that that is when dating becomes not fun is when people are, because I've been on those dates as well, where the guy is like, oh, do you cook? Oh, will you cook for me? Oh, well, do you do this or do you do that? And then it's just like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute here. You know, and vice versa. And I, I feel like definitely, you definitely need to ask questions. Asking questions is not a bad thing in dating. You have to. That's how you find that's how you find the information that you need but like I feel like with dating as long as you know what it is who who you are and what you're looking for all of that information will come to pass and so that it takes less of the pressure of I have to interrogate this person rather Mm -hmm. than I have to see if what I like aligns what I want for my life aligns with what you want with your life Mm -hmm. Tell us, if you would, and give our listeners some ideas. We're talking about dating tactics. What are 
what are the questions you ask? What, what are those questions that, that I oh. got to be ready for? <laughs> well, the questions have changed. The questions have changed. As you have changed, changed right? Time, as yes. I have changed. Yes. yes. So now, like, you know, when I was in my 20s and not really looking for the one and just looking for a good time or, you know, a for now relationship, you know, my questions were more, you know, what do you do outside of work? And where, you know, where are you from? And what's your family like? And like, you know, all of that things. Do you have a dog? Do you have a cat? You know, just fun stuff. And now it has become a little more serious, <laughs> a little more pointed. And now I'm asking things like, have you gone to therapy? <laughs> What's your feeling on, yeah, expressing your feelings? You know, what childhood wounds have you healed? Wow. <laughs> you, you, know, um, you know, uh, have you been married before? Do you have children? What was your last relationship like and why did it end? <laughs> now, all of these, all of these questions happen at different point in times. What do you think of me? How do you feel about me? Mm -hmm. You know, and like all of these questions happen at different stages. Like, do not go on the first date talking about <laughs> talking about, oh, trying to open up the X-Files. It's too early for the X-Files on the first date. Don't do it. So where, don't talk about it. Don't ask for it. Don't, don't do ask it. for it. Yeah. I mean, there there are some people where sexuality doesn't, you know, it doesn't come into the play in a relationship. You know, mm. that is not me. That's the, the sexuality is an important part of a relationship to me. So where does that yes. fall in your parameter? And is the physical attraction something that has to be there to move on to the, hey, let's open up that therapy X-Files conversation? <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, I, um, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm very intuitive. Mm -hmm. So I very much rely on and use how I'm feeling, especially on a first date. Some dating gurus have told, told us never, ever ignore a man's energy. Mm -hmm. If his energy makes you feel a certain way that does not feel good to you, never ignore it. Don't ask about it. You don't need to find out why. Just excuse yourself <laughs> <laughs> because it's there for a reason, you know, that kind of thing. So like for me, yes, it does have to be there. Now, I do find that it, I don't necessarily know if it's not there or not until the kiss. Mm -hmm. It could be because, you know, we could have mental uh, stimulation. Mm -hmm. We have mental stimulation. I'm like, OK, this is great. We have a good rapport. We have a good conversation. And then. Once I get to the kiss, then I know. I'm like, okay, is this something I'm trying to keep doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, then you know it's like, okay, this is a first date or this is a second and that's it, you know? Yes. I, so I think, I think you have to wait for the first kiss to know for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. There's so much I'm learning. 
very uneducated, but I'm getting there. But oh, Trevor, also, at six, let's let's ask you then. At sixteen, how did you court your wife? What did you? What was your dating process like back in the? I mean, I was a I was a boy who thought I was a man. I was I, I thought I had game. I most assuredly probably did not. I've been a romantic my whole life. I can say that. So I've always like done romantic things. I think, and I like you know, to do those things and make someone feel special. That's nice. But courting someone at the time, I mean, there weren't even apps. There weren't anything like, you know, there was not, like there how was, many the good old days. <laughs> I like, by the way, but tell me, yeah. is there a, how many, like how many dates do you go on a week or a month? How many apps are you on? How, how big is this for you in your life? Well, uh, some, uh, some time ago I was on maybe like two or three apps you know, the OkCupid, the Match.com, the Bumble. But then I've actually gotten, I got tired. I got fatigued from the apps. I felt like I wasn't really taking in anyone I was looking at or going out with. And so I whittled it down. I was like, okay, I'm only doing one app at a time, if that, you know. And so now I use it much more sparingly mm-hmm. than I used to because I was getting really over flooded and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do like doing one at a time. I'm also currently on tour with the Tina Turner musical, Woo-hoo! playing <laughs> Tina Turner, <laughs> which I love that. That's a whole nother podcast yeah. as well. <laughs> a whole nother podcast. So, but, but because I'm doing that, you know, dating is getting a little tricky. Now mm-hmm. I do believe that you don't, like a lot of people like, oh, I'm on tour. I'm like, I can't date. And it's like, I don't, I don't agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. life, people travel for a living. There are a whole bunch of us that travel for a living outside of the arts, you know? So I do believe it is worth it to discover in different cities. Also, the guys in other states versus the guys in New York, the guys in New York seem to be a little bit more swipe happy, if you mm-hmm. will. A little bit more, oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just here to work. You know, they're not really prioritizing a relationship. I find that the guys in the South and the guys in the Midwest actually value that and want to meet someone that they really connect with. So, yes, I'm dating outside of New York. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I do change my location each time I go into the city. (laughs) So when I meet up with someone, I do have to let them know, like, hey, I am on tour this is where I am right now. And some guys don't like that. And some guys are like, hey, I travel too, or that's cool. And if this goes well, like, I'll come see you, you know? And those are the guys. Mm-hmm. We love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that the joy of dating also that you can do it kind of anywhere and the expectation isn't a forever thing all the time? So yeah. I feel like dating, as you said, is, is sort of great for someone like you in that sense. Yes, yes. You definitely get to meet a lot of different people in that sense because you're moving around and the more different kind of people you date and meet, the better you know what you want. Um, So I feel like I have a very good handle on exactly what I want right now, which is really, it's a nice place to be, you know? Now, I don't want to be morbid, so I'm not going to use Trevor as an example because I feel like that would be wrong. But (laughs) let's say there had... 
Okay, I'll use my mom as an example, okay? Same situation. She was with my dad when they were 14. They were together forever. My dad passed away about eight, nine years ago. I'm encouraging my mom, hey, mom, get back out there. Like, you've mourned. We obviously, dad was number one, always will be. But you've got, you know, a decade or two left, you know? So Mm -hmm. like, hey, what advice would you give to someone who literally has never dated, who is an adult, not not a young teenager, but who's literally, you know, they want to try it out. They want to get out there. Convince me, give me some tools to help my mom and give her an entry point. Oh, I would say go to places that you like. So people like history, Um, go to museums, people like art. Do a workshop places, like go find places, communities, um, events where it's something that you're already interested in so that you don't really feel much pressure. I'm not going to meet someone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy this thing that I already like. And mm-hmm. then start talking to people. And it doesn't like it doesn't have to be like, you know, someone you're actually interested dating wise, but talking to people and being being emotionally open the person or a person will find you, mm-hmm. you know, you talk to, oh, this girl that I met at this class and she asked me to go get happy hour drinks and this guy she knows showed up and he asked me out. You know what I mean? Like it, it'll happen. That it's way. like the Kevin Bacon thing, like the, the seven degrees of separation or something, you yeah. know, it's like rely on, yeah. I'm hearing rely on your friends, rely on the people around you to help facilitate those mm-hmm. introductions. You want to do what makes you feel happy because especially as a woman, if you're happy, you attract guys. (laughs) Guys just come. They are so attracted to a happy woman. They'll be like, ooh, what she's doing? (laughs) You know, and here they come trotting along. This is another podcast because you do have such a great energy and I'd like to know how you remain happy. But again, another podcast. We have a whole bunch of stuff happening here. (laughs) Oh, well, well, we we do a lot. We do a lot of self-care. We do a lot of self-care. But um, so yeah, so I do think like that, I would definitely start there. So you're not putting too much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you do go the uh, the app route, I would do one app and be very clear about what it is you are looking for. Sit there and dream. Dream about what this next part of your life would be like and then put that on your profile. Like, I, I just want to travel. I just want to you know, I just want to sit on my back porch and drink tea. You know, you will attract people that are into that kind of world that you have painted on your profile. And then like, you know, take it one at a time. And also with dating online, I do say if you meet someone online that you do like, I think that you should be on the phone. Have a phone call with them before you meet them in person. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how much that will weed out (laughs) weird, crazy off in any way, shape, or form, or just not compatible at all. And then you didn't have to get up, get dressed, and go there and do all this stuff. You didn't have to do all that. You found out in a 10-minute phone call, and that's it. And also, if it goes well, you'll be excited mm-hmm. to get dressed and go out to meet this person. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes more like a another kind of date, as if you met him outside. I love that. All right, Zurin, I have a rapid fire for you. So we're going to ask questions very quickly and and whatever comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. All right. Best place to meet a guy. Whole Foods. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, bet most used app. Bumble. Kissing on the first date? Yes or no? Yes. Uh, what date on which is it okay to start sleeping with a guy? Ooh. That's that's Ten. that very that's a variable that you can't define, I feel. No, no, no. That it changes for everyone, <laughs> but I, I like 10. I like 10. <laughs> what kind of meal should you be avoiding on a first date? Anything messy. <laughs> Taco Bell Mexican pizza. No. <laughs> you do five minutes before he shows up. Dance. Dance. Nice. Um, <laughs> I like that one. Dance. I wasn't expecting it. Um, best dating advice you can give to somebody of a young age. Be yourself. Best age to date someone at? 30. <laughs> well done. You passed. <laughs> I passed. <laughs> that was fun. I like rapid fires. <laughs> I'm curious. And if this is uh, too personal of a topic, feel free to say, not going to talk about that. But I'm curious, did you grow up with your parents dating actively other people staying together how was your relationship learning to date who did you learn from well (laughs) i actually did not learn a lot of dating through my parents my mom didn't really talk about it much she didn't date much i think she dated a little but she was very careful to keep me out of it Uh huh. My dad has been married since I was a baby, so he's not dating unless he's dating his wife, you know. (laughs) Um, So, and they were really kind of quiet about dating because I wasn't really I wasn't allowed to date until I was eighteen. I did not date in high school. I technically did go on one date that my mom never knew about. Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) with my my best friend. Oh, my best friend's. Uh, friend from church. I went on a date with him. Oh, see the family and friends facilitating relationships. Telling you even early. I'm already seems like a good guy. Met him in church, right? Exactly. So, um, so yes, I went on one date in high school, but really, I didn't really date until college, and I felt completely like a fish out of water. I had completely no idea what I was doing. None. (laughs) So it was very much trial and error. I feel like the only person that really introduced me to dating was my stepsister. But she would more talk about boys in general. And she was the only person that spoke to me about boys in that way. So I had what she gave me. And then I was just pretty much out on my own, learning by doing but i like that so i made lots of mistakes <laughs> i like that you identified like a part of your you know part of you as a human is self-care and i feel like that has rolled into how you date would you agree definitely it has yeah. to because like you can get burnt out yeah dating is you get tired i'm so tired where is he <laughs> where is he <laughs> i actually have a question about that so I know that you like dating and all the tactics and stuff that go along with it. I have to assume that the idea of dating is to find that person. Yes, it can be. Do you think, like, can you, I guess what what I'm trying to ask is, can you keep dating once you've found him? Can I date my wife? Is this something that, like, actually transcends finding him? Or is the end, I found him, no, that dating thing is in the past? 
No, you definitely should never stop dating. Dating's too much fun. Yeah, that's the fun See, part, right? That's what I've learned. Well, well, well I learned when um, Obama was president and they were talking about their date night. And I was like, that's right. You must keep the date night. Don't ever let go of the date night. Ever. I love <laughs> that. Because then you can continue to, to do things that are on your bucket list and just relax and be you just for a little bit and not be, you know, somebody's mother, somebody's wife. Just you know, just enjoy, you know, I think that's important for just to give ourselves a break and it'll help the relationship. I love that. I love that. And on that note, Zuren, could you please regale us with a love letter to dating? <laughs> oh, dear dating. We have been everywhere together. We have almost didn't been in danger. We have done things we maybe should not have. We've made mistakes and learned exactly what we want. You've given me so much. You've given me myself. And although sometimes I would like, you, like to put you aside and do other things, I will always be thankful to you for giving me the best adventures of my life outside of the stage. And uh, I'll see you again <laughs> with hope and gratitude, Zurin. <laughs> Yay. Love it. Love it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, Trevor, you said now you're going to take Jenny, your wife, on a date. What, did, what are you going to do? What have you been inspired to do? I mean, our dates you know, have always been quite simple. I used to love the movies. So we used to go to movies. No one goes to movies anymore. So I think it's got to be a nice dinner and, and dinner choice or restaurant choice is really important because one, I want it to be really good food. And two, there are certain things that like she doesn't like, or I don't like. So you got to choose that right restaurant where, you know, it's going to be a really good meal when you're as old as I am and, and you have kids and all that stuff. Like just a good meal <laughs> is so meaningful. So yeah. <laughs> a good, good, strong meal. And then hopefully maybe we can like think of something romantic to do afterwards or, you know, I don't, I don't know if it could be like, there's not as enough places to walk in LA, I feel like, but just even strolling, God, I'm strolling. I must be really old. Strolling is, is romantic. So, you know. Well, what is the fun part, though? I mean, like we kind of talked in the podcast, I, you know, Zern really tapped into the the Claire in me that loves to have fun. I love, as you know, games. I love bar games. I love any sort of board game, any any sort of game at all. So like when when Zern was like, hey, yeah, you got to go have fun. And this is one of those ways you can have fun. I was like, yes, that is that is perfect for someone like me. But for you guys, what is what is fun for you guys? I mean, I think doing something different is always fun or I, I'm a big believer in sort of always being a child a little bit. Maybe that's not good in some cases, but I think that like going back to the, the miniature golfing to those sort of fun activities that like, 
you feel like are a little bit childish, but somewhat, you know, nostalgic in a way or allowing you to be a kid again and not have to worry for even, you know, an hour about life, you know, those kinds of things that will distract you. So whether it's the Santa Monica Pier or, you know, the putt-putt or, you know, obviously, you know, or going to see a show like, you know, Tina Turner on Broadway, all of those things to me are are wonderful ways to have fun. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know, I keep circling back to that, but it is such a true statement. You know, that is the the fun part. And, you know, you don't have to be single to date your significant other. I think that's actually a, the one of the best lessons. You, yeah, is is that truth of continuing to date even as you're with somebody. What What do you have in your bank of dates, Claire? What Like, do you have a favorite date? Do you have a date that you remember like really fondly for some reason? Um, I wouldn't say like a date, but because I too am somewhat of a serial monogamist. <laughs> but to me, fun is yes, eating out. I definitely love eating out is fun. Um, but games, activities, you know, some of the best things I've done with a partner have been like scuba diving, going going really deep and belonging. Cave, cave exploration. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, um, I have not done, I'm not a, let me tell you what does not sound like a fun date to me. I don't want to skydive. I don't want to, I don't want to be the 1% where my parachute doesn't open and I'm all. <laughs> that would be a bad date. Why are you laughing, Trevor? I like said that and you're like, ha ha, that's funny. No. <laughs> well, maybe because I would never think to take someone skydiving on a date. I don't know. But I, I mean, I feel like that's something you do in the bachelor, you know, kind of a thing, but I think that um, that said, it would be a bad date if your shoot didn't open. I'm just saying. Right. That, like that's, that would, that's it. That's blackout time. And I'm not ready for that. In my life. So yeah. just games. I'm good with games. Cards. I love playing cards. I could play cards for days. Would you um, like it? Like, I mean, you said something about the beach and, you know, it being free and all that kind of stuff. Would you, would it be like nice to you if someone like was taking you on a date and they were like, and after this lovely dinner, I just, you know, put something out, a picnic, and we're just going to play cards. Or would you be like, what? Like, no, that would be like a dream scenario. Really? That I, okay. I love, that would be amazing. Yes. The the key to my heart is gambling, Trevor. <laughs> and good food. Good food and gambling. And on that note. Good note. <laughs> Um, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Fanatics. We drop every Thursday if you haven't figured that out. So uh, introduce the show to a friend. Sharing is caring at We Are Fanatics on Twitter, wearefanatics.com. And definitely give us a shout and let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Thanks a lot. All right, Fanatics. Next week we have an amazing show. Uh, Alex Wise is joining us. Yeah, that's right. Alex Wise, who's currently starring on Broadway in Goodnight Oscar alongside Sean Hayes. He's got a movie coming out that he co-wrote and co-directed, and he has some time to go be Saul Feinberg on The Bold and the Beautiful. This guy is everywhere, but he will be with us next week to discuss his love for flop playbills. That's right, Broadway flops and their playbills, and I am so excited to go and talk to him, and you should be too. So see you next week for all the fun with Alex Wise. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. 
Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.